How are you going to fare against the, uh, the bizarre nature of gold dust? Well, you know, it seems our sissy friend is having a little identity crisis. First he was Dustin Runnels, then he was gold dust, and now he wants to be the king of the ring. Well, we all saw you out here with tears running down your face, wondering why your old man, old dust, don't love you anymore. Well, I know Dusty Rhodes, and he told me why. It's because you married the biggest gold digger in Georgia, then you put on a woman's wig, and you went around the ring kissing men like a flaming Hey man, how long can I go today? How long can I go? We'll see. Look, I've been in the streets, I've been riding big rims, doing Patreon, shout out, shout out to Tim. I've been in the bank, gotta shout out Big Frank. I've been everywhere you could go. Shout out to Chris Tokyo and my daughter Dawn and Adon. Nigga named Jibo, probably in some black Air Force Ones. Shout out Gerard. I've been going hard since a nigga was a boy. Shout out to the squad. Shout out Steven and DJ Larry and a nigga Jonathan and a nigga Trap. I don't even know how the fuck I'ma rap. If I got a rhyme, I'ma do the time. Shout out to Joshua and a nigga Toast. I'ma do the most. I'ma eat some toast. I'ma go anywhere that I wanna go. Shout out to Tristan. I don't mean the nigga that be cheating. Cause he be cheating. Shout out to Millie, Chloe Hotline, Steven and his bitch. We about to go silly. Shout out to Nas and Ryan, Nick, James, Cameron. Upping in this motherfucking thing. Then we got paperwork, Sam. I be like, nigga, goddamn, what the fuck? What you doing in Miami going ham? Fixing cell phones with the ram. Fixing cell phones by them bitches with the yams. <laughs> Shout out the rant. Shout out the hype. Nigga, bring your ass motherfucking back tonight. Shout out Stefan and my dog TC. Then we got DQ. A whole bunch of acronyms too. Shout out the Shavante and Earl. And Keith A, then we got fucking sliced bread. If you got a loaf, that nigga sliced bread. Shout out to Corey and Alonzo. Gotta shout out Dead Stock Dev, that nigga don't be wearing no shoes. So they did stop. <laughs> <laughs> Man, shout out to Candace. Oh, I missed the drop. Shout out to Candace. I've been riding round in a tarantula. Shout out to Maximilian 
and John B. I don't think he white, but that nigga probably sing. Shout out Bam Jordan and Mike G. Shout out Nick White and Gray D. Then we got Rome. I'ma call the nigga Caesar, cause the nigga named Rome. Shout out Ron Ryan. And we got Joshua P. Then we got the dot of B. And we got Scamron. Is that Scamron, Job? Cause today that nigga was online acting wild. <laughs> Shout out to Black D.B. Cooper Nigga probably stealing right now That nigga they're a trooper Shout out to Dean Psychosis in this thing Big fucking Tim In them big fucking Tims Shout out Eric Combs That nigga probably wanna be P. Diddy Shout out Big Mike And Heavy D You date Al Stone And we got Vince 2-3 Sam, Cam, Jay, and Anthony I don't mean the Anthony sitting next to me Shout out to Stray And King Joseph but we all know it's only King Joseph That be me, motherfucker, I'm explosive Then I drop the mic, boom Gotta clear the room Got Esteban in this thing What you wanna do? All capitals, a Kojo Like it's MF Doom Shout out Jermaine Shout out the Mo Shout out the Mike Then we got Nomad That nigga ain't nowhere you like To be Man, what you wanna see? Shout out to Ghostside, Pensacola up in this thing. Oh, I had to say that one time. Shout out KD, and we got Cedric, Russ Solo, and we got Andre Jamal Shakur. Then we got Talladega Knights for sure. Shout out to Banks, shout out to Aaron, and Kenneth FS. Then we got Frank, Sky High EBH. Uh oh. That's everybody? That's everybody, bro. That was a long-ass shout-out list, bro. Hey, man, shout-out everybody on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. If you're on the Patreon right now, this is the second day, day two of our 12 Days of Podcast, man. So Day dose. If you're not familiar with the 12 Days of Podcast, we do it every year since the start of this podcast. 12 podcasts, 12, 12 days. days. 12 days in a row. It's easy at this point. It used to be a struggle. Shh. Piece of cake at this point. You just <laughs> piece piece of fucking cake. So uh what about I say? I ain't got the list this year, but y'all niggas know what usually we do on the 12 days of podcast. Come on, talk to them. Yeah, man. So go ahead and sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ario Podcast. If you're not signed up to the Patreon, you're not gonna get the 12 days of podcast. You get this episode because you're just a weekly listener, but if you want to tap in with the extra content, if you want more. Be for sure. Stop being a whore. There you, hey, I like how you picked up. Wow. <laughs> Sign off for that Patreon. Free <laughs> up, man. Go ahead, go ahead and pay that. I think you got to be on the $3 and up tier. Go ahead and pay hey, what's them. $3? Nigga, what's $5? What's what $5, man? Go ahead and get you an annual subscription. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead and pay that $5. A couple of y'all niggas paid a 10 for the whole year. So salute to y'all mm. niggas. Big shout out. If you're a real nigga like sliced bread and hype, they got that 40 ball. Well, shout outs to y'all with the 40 ball. With the 40 ball, man. So, salute to y'all niggas, man. But it's been another episode of Random Master Podcast. I, I got to get back in the groove of things because I haven't been in the studio in a long ass time. I so. was going to say, man, it feels new. I haven't sat on this chair <laughs> in about three or four weeks, bro. So <laughs> I got to get back in the groove of things, bro. I'm so. Used to being on StreamYard and shit, but hmm. I'm back. 
your being here every day. So this is this is this, this is, is my home. This is home. So another episode. Of, well, I don't even know what episode this is. I, I was gonna know. say, man, we, we three ninety something. I think it's three ninety two, man. We on the Patreon. We dropped a live episode, also, man. Yeah, amazing. Yes, amazing, indeed. Brother. Yes, indeed. We had a good said. time. Yeah, good ass time. Show to everybody that pulled up. I don't know what I said, what we were talking about, but B dot definitely tweeted that I was wilding in the first fifteen minutes of the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, he tweeted it, and that nigga was like, "Prayers for Mister Jefferson." So I'm looking. I had to DM this nigga. I was like, "Man, I said this." <laughs> what did you say? I forgot, bro. I don't know, man. The tweet was like. Hold on, let me pull it up because the shit was wild, bro. Like I was legit concerned. Like, whoa, man, I must have been drinking, drinking. Yeah, man, and they gonna do like so many of these. Like, I can't even remember what I be saying sometimes. So somebody uh, quote me, I'll be like, I'm be honest, I don't even remember saying that for real, for real. So the the quote was. I this. Fuck with Whoa. Whoa. this is a sick Negro. Hit that button again. What was that button? No, I ain't pressing that. <laughs> I'm gonna stop touching the boards, man. <laughs> that shit said I fuck with. Whoa, whoa, let's cut this. <laughs> what was that you hit? <laughs> it's Air Birdman, bro. I don't know <laughs> what. <it is. laughs> I feel like I be getting set up up here, man. Hold on, what was that shit that, ridiculous. What was that Birdman button, bro? Bro, I don't know, bro. I don't even want to touch it. I'm gonna this is a sick nigga. Look at you, nigga. I fuck Dude, with niggas too. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I don't know why that's on there, bro. Bro, <laughs> who put that on? I ain't been in. I ain't been in here about four weeks. Man, we are gonna blame the big, big gas podcast. Who put? I don't know who put that on there, bro. Bruh, take that shit off of me I expeditiously. Been, <laughs> I ain't been in here, bro. I ain't put that on there. Somebody else put that on. That nigga there. said that shit so aggressive, bro. <clears throat> I fuck with niggas too. And you know what's crazy? With that with that performance, the nigga juvenile had like Bruh, that nigga he was, was bringing up six and seven women. He was begging women to come up there. Birdman was like, bring the niggas up. Where too. the niggas at? Niggas, where y'all at? Bring them two niggas up. Keep in mind, this is a back that ass up competition. Bruh, that nigga looked in the crowd and was like, there go them two niggas. Bring them up. <laughs> I was like this. <laughs> that nigga juvenile. This looking, is a sick Negro. That nigga juvenile was looking like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. You know a song playing? The song is the song they're playing will back that ass up. Why do you want niggas up here too? Man, that nigga Birdman was on some other shit. Man, that's, ain't that your favorite rapper, bro? Boy, stop. You know what? I don't even like niggas from New Orleans no more. <laughs> <laughs> they allowed that shit to happen on stage, bro. They ain't stop nothing, bro. They just blame that shit on the drugs, bro. I was like, I was like, why did y'all let this man say that, bro? I don't ever want to be on them drugs. Yeah, that nigga was on pussy drugs or whatever that Boy, nigga heard, man. I tell you what, that nigga was. <laughs> that nigga said, "Where the niggas at?" That nigga took uh, our bussy profen. That's a nasty, that's a nasty people. That was nasty, <laughs> what you just said. That's a nasty lineup in the front. Did you see the niggas in front of the, in the front row? Yeah, like, I did. It was like did. Dave Chappelle, Pete Davidson, mm -hmm. Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. 
all the niggas. It's a troublesome front front row. <laughs> I was like, why do you want? I gotta understand why Chris Rock in the front row. <laughs> Is what you call it there? Uh, uh, Spike. Yeah, I about to say what Spike at. I ain't, I ain't seen no suits yet, so. Okay, but yeah, this nigga Steph Curry, he just beat the record. Shit, that nigga beat that bit in the first like minute, minute and a half. He hit two threes that quick. Yeah, bro. By uh, when they got twelve points, that nigga was dubbed. <laughs> Shout out to my homie Thibel, bro, for the sixes. Who? Thibel. Oh, okay. Cause I thought you were saying thigh. A bull, I was gonna say. What is this? Is a sick Negro. All right, stop it, man. I was nasty. saying, yeah. uh, I'm not about to butcher his first name. I don't want Umar to come come at me butchering a, uh, a black Australian man's first name. <laughs> but in, I know his name and last name is Thibault. We played for the Sixers. One of the best defenders in the league. He stopped that nigga Steph Curry. I think he had Steph Curry go two of 15 or some shit like that. Mm. He wasn't, Steph, Steph, Steph was Steph, Steph Curry beat, stopped himself, bro. Steph wasn't beating no records. Steph Curry stopped him. Yeah, you're right. The rest of the league do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, it would be a shame if he beat this record and the Knicks beat this nigga, beat the niggas. Oh, bro, that it, would be fucking crazy. The score is kind of close. That would be crazy. But the Knicks straight this year, so. No, the, no, the Knicks is ass this year. Oh, I ain't been keeping up. Yeah, the Knicks is the Knicks is ass, isn't it? Yeah, the Knicks is. They started off straight, didn't it? They started off pretty strong. Yeah, it started off strong. Then once the niggas started that green ass Bing Bong shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Lord, the Lord don't like ugly. So as soon as y'all started that Bing Bong bullshit, he like, I got something for y'all niggas. You actually got a point. I ain't heard shit about the Knicks since. Yeah. Um, Say I got something for y'all motherfuckers. For y'all chopped cheese eating motherfuckers. He said I got something for y'all ass. It's funny, man. I think this is like probably like the fifth game I've caught this year, man. I've been watching them here and there. I've been. It's been tough. <laughs> I've been it's trying been, to keep It's up. been real tough because the heat are good. <laughs> and usually when the heat are good. Y'all ass. Mm. You ain't got to agree, bro, but. We ain't necessarily ass. You're talking about the Sixers, right? Yeah. We ain't necessarily ass. We just been we just got to catch back up. We was, we was number one. Yeah, yeah for, a, for a second. Yeah, we, we was number one, then Embiid caught the Omarion. <laughs> then once he caught, Embiid caught the Omarion, and he was out about, he was out about, bro, that nigga caught the super Omarion. For real, was, he was out for a minute. And he was out three weeks. And then, you, of course, you know, Embiid out, and then Ben Simmons, he out because he, he, cause he um, resting his coochie. Mm-hmm. So we ain't have Embiid or Ben, <laughs> bitch, Ben Simmons. We didn't have neither one of them, so. Of course, we was fucking up. Bussy Simmons. Sorry, I ain't gonna call him that. <laughs> I ain't go that far. But yeah, that nigga, them two niggas was gone, so we was in trouble. So, but he kept, uh, and B came back, but he still kind of fucked up. He said he kind of, uh, he can't really run up the court and shit. Yeah. He's breathing bad. But yeah, that Omarion, bro, that shit taking out most of the league. I think like the Bulls missing like 10, 10 players. 10 players, dog. That shit is uh, like, that. that's insane, actually. It's like it a, started off with um, two of their best players going out, Demar Derozan and um, Lonzo. Lonzo. Then um, yeah, Zach Levine just caught it. Yeah, Zach caught it. Um, a bunch of motherfuckers caught it. Even like the people they they bringing in replacing everybody, catching it. So I don't know what the fuck they got in their locker room. But it's it's it's. It's a, they got an old ass Harold's chicken bone in the locker room that they don't know where it's at. <laughs> it's a Harold's chicken. It's an Uncle Remus chicken bone in the locker room, 
and it got COVID on it, and it's like behind like one of the, the one of the locker room yeah. shelves. And they don't know where it's at, but like anytime you sniff it, you get COVID. So that's what's going on with the. And then they say Harden is out also. Really? Yeah. Um, so you know Harden out. So you know that nigga Kyrie, he about to drop on jump on IG. He about to draw eighty one. He like your vaccines don't work. Yeah, he did go on a run for a minute. Um, when a couple of the players caught it. I think it was like, yeah, look, they still they still vaccinated and catching it, so fuck up, fuck playing this year. Yeah, and then he put on, he posted like some IG story, and then he was like posting it, posting them putting his shoes on. I'm like, nigga, what you putting your shoes on for? Well, they had an article that came out that was saying that um he was gonna do plant based uh, pills that would have allowed, uh, like a plant based um covid treatment basically that would have allowed him to to uh get vaccinated in return yeah he was taking the beyond meat vaccine yeah impossible he was taking the impossible burger vaccine the impossible vaccine that word's better bro but the beyond meat bro (laughs) that's what it's called it's called beyond meat what do you like garden (laughs) some more vegan products garden (laughs) vaccine i don't know nigga um yeah, so it, I, I I don't even know if that's still on track though. I don't know. I think I think because like two days later they posted another article. <laughs> what the Ooh. fuck was that? It's a ghost in here, bro. For real? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Was that the light? What light? The light that I have on top of the game. I think that's what that was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because bro, I was gonna say. You yeah. about to do this by yourself. Yeah, that was. <laughs> we were to cut this short. Yeah, that's the that's the good nigga. You you the one that got stay here tonight making the rugs. I'm, Shit, I'm leaving. Once we done recording, I'm out of here. Nigga would have been canceling orders. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, don't, I got nigga, nowhere we, to work. Like, nigga, this is just. <laughs> no, what? I don't even make rugs no more. <laughs> Straight up. Who was the plug? <laughs> I th- yeah, I think that's what that light. I hope that's what that light. Hey, if it happened again, I'm out. Just know that. Boom. <laughs> we moving to Atlanta. <laughs> Speaking of bussy ghosts. Anyway. Oh, whoa. Anyway, so it's getting to you. Listen to questions. And then listen to questions. <laughs> email us at mail crazy. at ariopodcast.com. <laughs> it's mail at ariopodcast.com. <laughs> All right, this one's from Jason. He said, uh, do you think Drake is the generation's redacted Kelly since there's been several times he's been caught texting underage girls about boyfriend issues or helping them with their careers? (laughs) But people look the other way because they like his music. Well, Mm. I will say that he's on the right track. Like, He's on the uh, redacted Kelly Express right now. Mm. And that bitch is choo-choo chugging down the, down the track. I ain't about to say this man is uh, redacted Kelly because that's extreme because redacted Kelly was drugging women. Ooh, had, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was drugging women. He had bitches in cages. Now that, I know. And all we knew it. <laughs> Under the ring. <laughs> he had, yeah, he had slutty horn swoggles. See, I'll say this. Under the ring. I think Drake might have, you know, that same problem in the sense he has an interest in younger women. Um, 
or well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go as far as to say underaged women, but you know he has been around several. Um, yeah, he had that issue with um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, which is I don't even weird. like talking about that because that, bro. My thing is somebody like an adult should have stepped in and be like, nah, I don't think this is the best. Like you're you're not a role model in in this capacity. Yeah. And if she need a role model, tell her to get a female role model. Seriously. Get up Zendaya, not a, a grown-ass 30-year-old man. So I don't know what was the issue with that. And then on CLB, he had some – yeah, one questionable bar, questionable bar when he said he had the Sierra Cannon parking lot looking like Magic City parking lot. I'm like, sir, that is a high school. Yeah. What are you talking about, bro? And some people try to explain it. They try to say he was talking about the the, the mothers – I like that's still a nasty bar either way, but I ain't about to say bar. Drake is like a, a weirdo, but he do do some questionable things. We just gotta sit and wait. Hopefully, I mean I'll say Drake is a weirdo, and I'm not like I I don't mean that disrespect. I think everybody has a, 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 a weird like if you if you examine everyone's life, everybody has something that's odd about them, right? I just think he's a Canadian ass nigga. Yeah, that too. But I feel like. He shares that same thing LeBron does in the sense um, they they go a little far trying to be cool. Like LeBron with the uh, the playing music in the gym and reciting lyrics and shit. And that nigga be saying them wrong. Drake, Drake to me be doing that when he does. Boom, 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 boom. In the rolling shot with the rodeo. That shit so green. And he be smiling so hard in that video. But um, Drake does that same thing when he does the... Well, you know, I, I, I just, uh, like, he'll go on live and, and yeah. try and drop, like, four or five sentences. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga LeBron did that shit today. I forgot. Somebody goggles came off, and he put it on his face, and he put it on the caption. He was, he put his the picture of him with the goggles on. He was like, why am I like this? I'm like, bro, that's, leave that to the bitches. Green ass nigga. Like, leave that to the bitches, bro. Nigga said, why am I like this? And then Drake, he'll do something else where, like, he'll cut out. Even cutting that hard in his head was kind of Oh, dirty. that, that, no, that, that was a weird instance. You're an adult male. Like, you ain't even got to do that. To pro- you ain't even got to do promotions to promote your album. And you cutting hearts in your head. Yeah, like, then he cut his heart. He cut a heart in his head. Then he wore, like, a, a sweater. And, and that, then that nigga like was, a- like, biting his nails and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that he didn't nigga, do all that. Bro. Yes, he did. In the selfie picture, that nigga was chewing on his thumb. So I don't want to say he. So you say he was sucking his thumb? I ain't want to go there, but he was definitely. Bro, didn't suck his thumb. I'm sorry. He was looking. I'm about to pull it up. He bro. did. Don't. I don't want to see the nigga suck. I don't think he was sucking his thumb, bro. That's crazy. Because <laughs> if I seen that nigga Drake sucking his thumb, I'm not listening to no more of his albums. But I think the nigga was. He was looking like. He was looking seductively in the mirror with the All sweater. Right, pause. He was <laughs> pause. That nigga say he was looking seductively. <laughs> he was looking. Nah, he, I ain't going there. You know, how, you know how the girls did the like was the looking little suspectly. You know how the girls <laughs> pucker up their lips and do like the duck lips. Yeah, that's what the nigga was doing, bro. Then he had the sweater on. I swear then, that nigga was. Then like, he had like his shoulder, like one shoulder up, mm-hmm. looking and looking like looking. He was looking seductively in the mirror, and I was like. Stop saying that. That's a disturbing like sentence. <laughs> that's, that the name of the, that's the name of the episode. Seductive, seductive selfies. 
He was <laughs> he was looking in the mirror and I was like, bro. I don't even want to find the picture now that you keep saying that shit. <laughs> Nigga say seductive. All right, bro. Drake, can you just like Hey bro, look away. <laughs> I would have respected him more if he would have posted that picture and then like a couple minutes later posted a 50 cent. This for the bitches, nigga. But I don't even think the bitches want what bitches see you looking in the mirror like that? Be like, oh, this nigga fine. None. <laughs> that nigga should have posted twinsies. <laughs> two, it's just two bitches looking at each other. <laughs> I was like, bro, this, he do do some weird shit, but uh, I don't think, I don't know, bro. I just think he's just a green nigga from Canada, bro. Cause, well, Because you got to think. Man, look, I ain't trying to say Drake corny. But you gotta think. I watched Degrassi growing up in, in high school. You green. You're green. You was in high school, bro. Degrassi was fire, bro. I I never watched an episode. You know what's funny? You know who put me on to Degrassi? That is funny. It's funny that we talk <laughs> about it. Uh, one of my homies in high school, he put me on to Degrassi because he used to watch that shit. He used to be talking about this. Who shit. was it? I, right. you don't all know right. who it is. Right. He put me on to it, and then like the nigga, he ended up being gay. Oh, <laughs> like later on, like we had a falling out. We stopped being cool, and then I looked for the nigga. No, he added me on Facebook, and this nigga was like a drag queen. I was like, who wow. this nigga? Had? I was like, I was like this. I was like, why RuPaul added me, bro? That's crazy. I was like, why RuPaul added me? I look. Oh, this I'm, my homie. I'm like, that's that nigga. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, bro, we was really cool. <laughs> I ain't know bro was gay. And then, 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 like, we just stopped being cool. And then, like, he said, fuck it. I'm coming out the closet on these niggas. I was like, bet, bro, salute to you. But, yeah, he put me on the grass. And we used to talk about that shit, like, every every time, every Friday when the new episodes came on. Oh, that's crazy. Y'all but Drake was, sh- was on that shit. Y'all was sharing the tea. <laughs> <laughs> but Drake was on it. And even back then, that nigga was, he was pretty corny. The wheelchair Jimmy? Yes. Corny nigga. I saw like the drug episode. Like I saw a skit from that with him. Greenest shit I had ever seen. It was literally, it was an episode where the nigga got caught using a penis pump. What the fuck? He did? Yeah, Drake got caught using it. He was trying to lose his virginity. And like for for whatever. That nigga said, I got to see what this feel like. Yeah, he was, no, this is what happened. (laughs) (laughs) That was so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm shocked nobody used these Drake, old Drake, Degrassi f- footages for like, footages is not a word I know. Uh, <laughs> old Degrassi footage, like, just to like roast them, but I guess people just don't give a fuck. Yeah. But it was an episode where this nigga- When you Drake, at that status, that shit like that can't affect you. Yeah. This nigga Drake was trying to lose his virginity, but he had erectile dysfunction. Well, he was in a wheelchair. I mean, no, this is like, before he was in a wheelchair. It was before he got shot. Oh, gotcha. He didn't get shot till like later on, like way later on. Gotcha. So the nigga had like a reptile to function and he was trying to use like he was trying to use like penis gas station pills and like none of them was working. And somebody like one of the white kids, they were like, You should use a penis pump. So the nigga copped a penis pump. So he was about to fuck the chick and he said, How about you wait outside for a little bit while I get prepared? So the shit just waited outside the door. I don't know why she came back in too early. She came in and she seen this nigga with a penis pump. And she was like, what? That's funny as yeah. fuck. So, and moral story, he didn't get any coochie. That nigga was 12 years old with ED. That's crazy. 
<laughs> you gotta hate life. <clears throat> oh, hey, yo. I was talking about Pete Davidson oh. with that lollipop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, bro, why did you, why did y'all make this episode? I would have told them, can you do this to another character? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have had to write that out my contract, bro. Um, but real quick, why is Spike Lee dressed like a candy corn? Spike Lee just dressed crazy. <laughs> if we find out Spike Lee had Alzheimer's, I wouldn't be shocked, bro. That nigga just dressed crazy. <laughs> Uh, they they said uh, LeBron James got uh, undiagnosed ADD, ADHD, oh, yeah, sure. and that shit was hilarious. That thread on Twitter was hilarious. Oh yeah, I seen that. Well, <laughs> yeah, Drake. Yeah, man, he's just a weird guy, bro. But like I say, I think that if he continues on this path, like especially as he increases to get older, uh, or continues rather, um then it, it, it would be a, 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 like a mark against him down the road. You know what I'm saying? It'll be something that definitely gets brought back up because there's no explanation for a grown-ass man to be hanging with a, a, a child by themselves. Exactly. Not in them, like, not in them regards, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's very weird to me. Like I say, I'm not going to put it on him. That anything happened or nothing like that, because I always wish the best in, in in any situation for both the male and the female. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But um, and they were trying to say he was hanging out with Georgia Smith when she was like 17 or whatever, or he discovered her when she was 17, some shit like that. Yeah, he was hanging out with her house. I don't know. Well, I mean, they ended up having a relationship, didn't it? Uh, apparently the song "Jaded" is about her. Okay, so. That's another crazy thing that I do find like a little like you writing songs about very young like women. Yeah. 18 years old you like you 30 writing a song about this child. That to me is crazy, man. That's 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 crazy. That's um they used to do that shit in 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 um Chuck Berry days and shit. Yeah. Right, let's get off of this. We never get in a Drake interview, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to Stephen question a couple of weeks ago. He asked us like, "What's the dumbest fights we ever got into?" I legit forgot about this. I have slapped the fuck out this one kid. I have remembered it because I was talking. I was talking to Banks about. We was talking about game sharks. Oh my god! So I was battling. You a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> So I was, we was, we was going. It's funny that you call me a nerd because we was literally going to Cape Canaveral to the to the NASA. All right, continue. To, 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 Just to, prove my to point. To the NASA, <laughs> we was going to the NASA space camp at school. Right. So nigga had a deck of Yu Gi Oh cards in his back. So we was playing, <laughs> we was playing Pokemon. This. So I'm, I was undefeated at Pokemon. I never lost. I had, a, I had, a, I had all the Pokemon, bro. All the the, the first three that they gave. Yeah. All my Pokemon was a hundred. Nobody was fucking with me. I was, I was beating everybody ass. So I played this one kid. And y'all playing with the cards, right? No, playing Game Boy. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm playing. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, bro. I did play in the cards. I know you did. I was in the po- I was in the Pokemon League in real life too. Carly. That's another episode. <laughs> so I'm playing this. I'm playing this kid. We we playing the Game Boy, so 
I never heard of the Game Shark. Well, I heard of the Game Shark. My mom would just never buy me it because this shit was like sixty dollars, and she yeah. was like, "What the fuck you need this for?" <laughs> he had the Game Shark in, <clears throat> so I didn't really know what the Game Shark did. I didn't know you could just cheat and shit <clears throat> while battling people. I just didn't really know what it was. I just heard of the Game Shark. Right. So I'm playing this nigga. I'm like, I'm about to smoke this nigga. This nigga, the first Pokemon this nigga throw out, he throw out a Pikachu. Yeah. Pikachu uh, level 100. You ain't beating that. No, it was a Pikachu level 70. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get this nigga, bro. Yeah. Let me throw out my Boba, so I'm about to get this nigga. Next thing you know, this nigga Pikachu started doing like fire attacks. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> this nigga Pikachu doing flamethrower. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> nigga, that nigga, the, the Pikachu did like one hit. Nigga uh, say, what? I'm like, excuse me. This shit just did a flamethrower on my Bulbasaur. So I'm like, nigga, what the fuck going on? All right. So I'm like, all right. I bring my Charizard out. I think I did a couple moves, Charizard. They got the, the Pikachu. You trying to fight fire with fire. They got the Pikachu out of here. No. Once I put the Charizard out, the Pikachu started doing water attacks. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, put the, I put the Game Boy to the side. I'm like, bro, stop playing with me, dog. I'm like, bro, you playing with me right now. I'll kill you over there. <laughs> I just put my Game Boy. I'm like, bro, stop playing with me, dog. He was like, man, he was like, man, I'm I'm just playing regular. I was like, all right, bro, stop playing me. I killed this Pikachu somehow. Yeah. Cause we was cause But it took a, you two Pokemons. Took me two Pokemons. So my Charizard out there, it actually got like 10 hit points left. So I'm like, what's going on, bro? Yeah. This nigga, I'm gonna tell you what he did in a second. So his Pikachu gone. So his next Pokemon come out. Have you ever heard, you played Pokemon in the game growing up? Yeah. All right, so they had a cheat code on there called um, the mystery, I think it was called like the. See, I ain't know there was cheat codes. In it Pokemon. was cheat codes. It was called like the mystery something. It was like a little, comp- it was like a glitch where you could get like unlimited rare candies and shit. What was this shit called, bro? It was called like unknown something, mystery something. It was something nine. Damn. Somebody that's listening that's a nerd, game yeah. nerd also. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The nigga threw that out. Keep in mind, this was like some little glitch in the game. You could not catch that shit. But somehow this nigga had the shit. This shit started doing like Mewtwo attacks. <laughs> Killed all my Pokemon. <laughs> I'm out to cry, bro. I'm out to really. I'm out to seriously cry in the right. auditorium. <laughs> right. Nigga just killed all my Pokemon. Yeah. I like, bro. Run the game back, bro. You doing some shit? So the nigga, so the, so the nigga bring the Pikachu back out again. I bring out a. What I bring out? I think I bring like a, out like an Oddish or some shit that was like a hundred. Yeah. So the nigga dude start doing fire attacks on it with the Pikachu again. I grab this nigga Game Boy. <laughs> On my end, on my Game Boy, it's a Pikachu. Right. I grabbed this nigga Game Boy. Look at it. This nigga got a Charizard on the screen. 
This nigga that did a cheat code. Damn, where, yeah. Where it was on his screen, it's a Pokemon. Right. And then on my screen, it's a whole nother Pokemon. It's tricked me. That's crazy. I grabbed this nigga shit. I said, I just slapped the nigga, bro. I, I, I feel bad. I slapped the fuck out of this kid. <laughs> and this nigga holding his face. He's like, man, what you did that for? <laughs> he should have beat your ass. He was soft, bro. That nigga ain't want nothing with me, bro. I slapped the fuck out of that nigga. I slapped, the, I, I slapped the fire out of that nigga, bro. Everyone was like, they were like, hey, Aaron, chill. They're like, bro, it ain't even that serious. Keep in mind, we go to the, the NASA shit. It's like 5 a.m. I'm slapping this. I slapped this nigga at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, bro, I could have got kicked off the trip. Yeah, I ain't bro, give a you, fuck. He was wild, you would have probably Over did something. Over fucking Pokemon. Bro, this shit was infuriating, man. Over Pokemon. That's crazy. The nigga took it. And the nigga grabbed his face. He's like, man, I ain't playing with you no more. Nah, see, it would have had to have been, uh, it, I would have needed more. It, it couldn't have just been because I lost. You a sore loser, bro. Bro, the nigga was cheating, bro. I shouldn't bro, even play them. You sound like a hoe, bro. <laughs> and you in the wrong for. I hope he grow. Like I, I hope he's <coughs> somewhere and just walk up and slap the hell out of you. And it takes you a minute to remember. Nah, a couple weeks later, I didn't have like no classes with him, but I used to see him. I apologize. I bought his lunch one time. <laughs> That's a real. I felt. Shit. I felt bad, man. But That's he. But. More of the story. Don't play me with the game shark, in, bro. You nigga get, say, hey, bro, I got a dollar fifty for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I bought that nigga like a cheeseburger or something. Like, bro, I got you, man. So I think the craziest shit that, like, just thinking about it, that I fought for, like, I told the story last time that you know I caught, I, I was talking about that dude head, you know what I mean, and um, he chased me around with the stick. Fire for that. Yeah, pause. But um, probably one of the crazy, like, one of my most memorable fights. Dude just called me a pussy. And it was crazy because, like, my mom had just got diagnosed with a brain tumor. And both my parents have a brain tumor in the exact same spot. So, like, when it happened, like, when she told me, I'm 13 years old. She's like, yo, look, I could die any day. I need you to prepare to take care of your brother and sister. And I'm like, oh, shit, right? That's, that's sad. Bruh, like. And I live, like, to this day, I live with this, you know what I mean? And right now, shit tough. But I say it all to say, when it happened, she was like, yo, look, I need you not to get in no trouble. I'm under too much pressure, too much stress will kill me. Like, she laid it out flat, right? Six months, I go. I'm not fighting. I Like, teachers, I'm an angel. You know what I'm saying? I'm in class, I'm sitting in the front, I'm participating, I'm encouraging other students and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was doing everything right. Nigga, how exactly do you encourage other students? Come on, guys. Hey, bro, I was doing Ain't whatever. <laughs> I was trying to, like, I needed I needed them to call home every day and this be nigga, like. Nigga, have pom-poms. Bro, Joe is just an <laughs> excellent student. He he took my supplies to my car yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like, you need help with your homework? Before, before my mom was diagnosed, bro. The deans would call, the pr uh, the principal would call, and just be like, yo, look, Joe did this, Joe did that. In high school, I made one of my teachers cry, right? Damn. Not She ain't cry in front of us, so I ain't even know about this. Um, she called my mom after school. Like, I roasted this lady to, to, to hell, bro. Like, I, I, I literally threw flames on top of her, right? She had these Reeboks in the sides of them 
like the side of her shoe was on the ground. Lean with a rock with it. Yeah, bro. So um, from it rubbing the ground and whatnot, it got holes in them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I ain't realized like, you know, teachers don't make a lot, but I mean, she should have been able to afford at least some cheap shoes. <laughs> but Damn, I Damn bitch, you ain't got no money. Bruh, I made her feel like shit, right? She called my mom, boo-hoo cried, bruh, boo-hoo cried to my mom. <laughs> and was like, Joseph just he terrorizes me. You know, he <laughs> like, bruh, my mom, I don't even think she told me about it initially. Like, <coughs> she just was like, yo, I don't want you going back to that class type shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but going back to like, I think this was like my seventh grade year. Um I wasn't even 13 yet. Damn, thinking about it. So I'm like sixth or seventh grade, and she tells me, you know, um, she has a tumor. Don't get in no trouble, right? Because my sixth grade year, oh, I was I was hell. Fifth grade, I was fighting and shit like that. I was just growing up. I was bad. We talked about this. So um, I go six months, bro. No fights, no nothing. I'm doing great, right? My homie had just recently got into some shit. And like I think I've told it before, but it was three of us against our entire middle school. So now niggas is trying me left and right, but it was two people particularly. One of them, he knew the entire situation. He knew my mom had just got diagnosed because I told my homie that I couldn't get in no fights. And that nigga went around telling everybody. So um, bruh had just been trying me all across school. I'm talking about in front of everybody. One day he walked up to me. And uh, I was having the best day of my life, dog. At that point, I was having the best day of my life, bruh. I remember it. Nigga was brushing my head as I'm at the locker and shit. The waves was just flourishing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm macking all kinds of shit, right? This nigga walks up and starts talking shit to me. Shamir was with me, my homie Shamir. And uh, Shamir was like, hey, bruh. Don't even fight this nigga, man. <laughs> Fuck him, bro. Think about your moms. Nigga say, yeah, bro. Don't even fight me. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that nigga <laughs> chest was like, he was he was feeling himself, bro. All right, bitch, don't ask shit on <laughs> Bro, oh my God. When he said that, oh, now my grin, like I, like I said, I was, I was having the best day. So I was smiling when he walked up on me. But uh, now I'm cheesing. I'm cheesing. Cause this nigga egging me on. And uh he was like, Yeah, bro, don't even fight me. <laughs> you pussy. Oh bro, that nigga Shamir, like, that nigga Shamir looked me in my eyes and said, beat his ass. Bro, I had one of them little drawstring book bags. I was brushing them waves as that nigga was talking. I put everything in my locker. The whole time he talking shit to me, I'm putting everything in my locker, took everything out my bag. I put my brush in my in my in my drawstring book bag. I closed that bitch up and released with the fury. <laughs> Bro, I came up with an uppercut. As soon as he said pussy, I knew I was finna like, bro, I wanted to murder that nigga. I was <laughs> like, oh, this nigga gots to die. Like, he gots to go, bro. He don't call me no pussy. I hit that nigga with that uppercut. That nigga fell in slow motion, bro. The matrix type shit. Boom. 
could see the stars and the birds just aligning <laughs> right before his eyes. And I caught him like, nope, you ain't hitting the ground yet. That was one of, like, just because he called me a pussy, it, it sent everything over the top. And I didn't even think about my mom at that point, right? Yeah. It happened to be the, um, there was a dance that night. And um, the dean called my mom and she was like, hey, look, I want I wanted to catch you before Joe left the house. Because I could walk to the school. She was like, I wanted to catch you before Joe left the house. He can't come up here tonight. <laughs> my mom was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was like, oh, you don't know? Well, he oh, just, you didn't know? He beat some boy <laughs> bloody. That, that nigga just beat somebody ass. <laughs> he beat some boy bloody. <laughs> and I, I ain't even know the nigga was bleeding, bro. Supposedly, like, <laughs> after I, like, because when I, when I got through punching him and shit, one of the niggas pushed me away. He was like, bro, you on the football team, run. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't get caught. <clears throat> um, so I take off running. I jump on the school bus before anybody could see me. I'm ducking and dodging. School bus took off. I ain't think about it again, right? Yeah, so, you probably had tunnel vision the whole time. That nigga like, Joe, stop beating me. Bruh, the, the nigga dean- probably screaming for help. The dean told my mom, he came like stumbling down the stairs. And I just <laughs> imagine him falling. <laughs> <laughs> she said, he's bleeding from his mouth and his nose and he falls into my arms. <laughs> I had to walk him, walk him to his bus. Or she, she, I think she didn't even let him like leave or whatever. She took him home or some shit. So beat, I had to drive him home, bro, in was, my car. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so that was. Uh, what the teacher had to, had to carry this nigga like bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, one of my they need they ass beats of the year is bro carrying that nigga. <laughs> With the liquor uh, after the Casamigos. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, bro. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> the teacher just holding this nigga like Kevin Costner. Full body laid out. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so that, that, it just... That might have been one of the stupidest things that I fought for, for one. Um, because I risked a lot. Like, I put a lot of pressure on my mom, especially after that. I think I got into, like, three more fights because once they seen I was fighting, niggas really started trying me. But, uh... Nigga, <laughs> why would somebody... They, you would think they would not try you... Oh, bruh. ...after seeing you beat a nigga like that. Bruh, and the crazy thing... Like, I just kept on. My pops, that night, he asked me. He was like, yo, did you win? I was like, yeah. Once he got that... Once my mom got that call, he was like, all right, look, between you and me... You good. Like you could you could do whatever you want. You ain't on punishment. You straight. You fight anybody. If you win, you good, right? So I beat another dude up. <laughs> pops <laughs> Pops checked another tally. And then um, What kind of streets of raid school did you go to? Nigga just seeing Joe fight like, yeah, I'm next. I'm next. I bro. got <laughs> They legit. <laughs> the, the first nigga I beat up, he came to my house, bro. He came to my house and um that's the one where my pops watched it. But yeah, he yeah, got his ass story. beat again. And um, after that, like, bro, my entire neighborhood watched it. Them niggas went to school and talked about it after he got whooped because he got whooped. And then uh, his homeboy started talking about he wanted some after I walked inside. He was like, man, fuck that. You ain't finna beat my homeboy ass. And Shamir beat that nigga ass. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after that, ain't nobody else trying me or none of that. You know what I mean? Uh, I was, a, I ain't getting a fight since. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah. But, um, 
damn, we was on something before that. And I just went on a crazy tear about. Oh, we were just talking about, we was going back to Steven question a couple weeks ago. I was remembering my fight. Yeah. You brought that up. Yeah. Next question, though, from Amir. He said, uh, rest in peace, young Dolph, free Devin. My question is, how do you think this year was music-wise? And what year do you think was the best year in rap? Hmm. This year, music-wise, was... Uh, I'm, all the albums I anticipated weren't good to me. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think that they were all right at best. Um, like Donda, there are a few there are a few records that I like to listen to from that. Um, the CLB album, I I have very mixed feelings about. Um, Thug album went a completely different direction than what I was thinking of. What else am I missing? Um, you said CLB. I didn't like that Rick Ross album. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. It's not a bad album. It's just you know how rap usually Ross rap that luxurious shit. He was not talking that shit on this album. I, he I, mailed that shit in. I I didn't know what to expect, and I still haven't listened to all of it because it's such a different. You it's, know what I mean? There's no boss talk on it. All. It's yeah, got, it got Dream Doll on it. Talking some wiggle, 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 wiggle. I ain't heard that record. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it got the fire ass juvenile sample. He rapped over juvenile. I need it in my life. Ooh, uh, it's it's a hard sample. Ooh, I gotta what check the, that. What the, <laughs> All right, the nigga put Dream Doll on it. I was like, her bars wasn't. Yeah. I was like, he should have put like Meg the Stallion or somebody on it. That would have been a great look this year. Um, here's one thing. Why so, niggas don't be putting Meg the Stallion on their tracks? Um, that's a good question. I think that one, her um label situation might have been a deterrent for they a while. don't put like more niggas need to put, even though they like the best, more niggas need to start putting yeah, I feel like more niggas need to start putting Meg on their shit. Flo Millie, Cardi B. He could put it, he could have won a lot of directions over Dream Doll, but I kind of understand why that nigga put Dream Doll on it. That nigga trying to beat, probably, most likely. That nigga might have beat. He <laughs> <laughs> probably did beat. But yeah, but yeah, some niggas, I was listening to that shit. I was like, a lot of women could have did way better than this shit, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, here's one thing that I think about since the pandemic started really no one's no one has made music that is timely in 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 the sense uh relevant to what's going on right now you know what i mean and i think that's a missed opportunity um there have been some some i think isaiah rashad did a great job with his album this year there have been a few uh not to say sleepers but but those that have um didn't get enough um, attention, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but no one's really addressed, like, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy, it's been a crazy two two years now, you know what I mean? And, um... Only time niggas talk about the pandemic, they talk about how they show money slowed up. Yeah. And that's all, they, they just go on. Yeah. <clears throat> um... I think that that's what we're missing in music right now. Uh, just just things that are relevant to more day-to-day. Yeah. You don't have anything that is really relatable. It's like, yo, either you getting money or you're not, you know? Yeah. And even like, I don't know. I don't know if people just feel down on music. 
even like the sales wise, is the sales are down. Like, I think the nigga Drake, what he sold like, even though it's all it's a lot of records, but it was low for Drake. He sold like six hundred thousand, and even Adele couldn't even sell a million the first week. Right, right. I don't know if you seen her numbers. Like, she broke the record for like most, most like um, records sold. Yeah, like physical records in like years, but like nobody streaming her shit. I could believe that. I could believe that. Music, right? Like I say, music <clears throat> right now is just—it's not moving. It's not—it's not anything that's that's. I feel like you know you can really hold on to and like attach yourself in in that way to where I'm I'm listening to this all year. I'm listening to this five years from you know not to say five years from now, uh, we won't be listening to. I don't know. This year, I can't say much of it. You know, I might have a record or two, but not albums that I'll be going back to from this year. I can't think of one that five years from now I'd I'd be searching for. Yeah, I can't even think of of one that's like, I think like once the the year end and they start dropping new music for next year, I think like I'm probably not even going to listen. Only thing I'm probably going to listen to next year, probably that Summer Walker. Yeah. And that's probably about it. I was thinking Ross album would be better because fourth quarter drops are usually like really good albums. Once I looked at that track list and I seen it was like eleven songs. I think it was like eleven or twelve songs. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. And he that changed. album cover told it all. <laughs> Hold up, you talking about the hands? Yeah, he switched it. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying. Oh, once he switched it? No, once he once he posted that, I was like, this album ain't gonna be it. No, I feel the other way. The one with the hands, that cover, like, that cover got so much potential. I think it was a weak move for him to change it to that new one with the green cover. It was. The the one with the hands, and I'm shocked you don't like it. The one with the hands, it just looks it looks timeless. I could I look at that cover, and the first thing I think about that cover is like 10 years from now, having that shit on vinyl. And then just looking at that cover, it just look it just look artsy. It I'm is. I'm shocked you it don't is. like it because you collect vinyls, right? And shit, I I could just imagine like it's not that I don't like just it. Looking at this shit, like this is a hard cover. It's not that I don't like it. It's it's that the first thing that I think of is Saucy Santana. And I hate to I hate to bring it up like that, but what I'm saying is, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why you changed it. Yeah, because it was roasting them, but. But I think see, it's, I think it's weak. I think it was a weak move. I think he for changing that shit. I think he should have just um, uh, redid the like. The only thing about it to me was his hand like position, the way he did his hands. I thought it was a dope cover. How he had the white gloves on, he had yes. the rings on. Yes, it just looked. Yes. He had the hat on. If it he would have, if his hands would have been bent or something, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It looks. I mean. And this is not to sound any kind of way. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that it went, it, it it seemed like such a major transition from him having this gangster appeal, you know what I mean? To now having a very vulnerable and while luxurious, yeah. it was an English um, uh, influence. You know yeah. what I mean, and I think that's what offset for me. You know what I yeah, mean. It looked like it like a luxurious seventies cover. It looked like something that like Bobby Womack would have did. No, it looked Bobby like Homack. something. It looked like something some white Bobby folks Homack. put him in. 
I'm just being real. It looked like something Bobby would have did while burning in hell. And when the cover, then the new cover, the green one. I don't like the green one. The green one, that shit look like that shit look broker than I ever been. Yeah, that First shit. First of all, the cover <laughs> <laughs> down bad. <laughs> First of all, the nigga in the cover, the nigga just look angry. He look constipated. I'm like, bro, this it look cover, like he giving a cold shoulder. It the, like a nigga the green, took the, it like the nigga took the picture with the iPhone real quick. Like Frost was like, just flip me up. It doesn't even like the, they didn't even edit the picture good. Like they just threw it together. It looks rushed. It seems uh, uh not to say unprepared, but just like there was no thought put into it. So yeah, it like it was like an older picture, and then like somebody somebody like on Reddit or something like, like a we, promotional picture, like something that was Ross is gonna be here live. I wonder what play, I wonder who about to get this jersey from Steph. I'm watching it closely to see who get the jersey. Did this, y'all, jer- this jersey about to be worth a lot of money. He probably gonna keep it. This shit supposedly the NBA ain't letting them do the uh, jersey swaps. Oh, because of COVID. I don't know what it is. Uh, they I took think... they took um, Lamelo jersey from uh, Giannis. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've been having to do it on the low. They've been kind of like sneaking it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, yeah, the Ross cut. He shouldn't have changed that cover, dog. That was. I don't think he should. That was some weak shit. I don't think he should have changed it just because of his status. Like again, yo, you a boss. Like you, the boss. That's been your persona. That's your aesthetic. You don't let the naysayers sway your posi- your, your your decision. But after hearing the music. I'm happy he changed the cover because that white, the white glove cover was too good for the music that was, <laughs> that was actually on it. That rushed ass, non-inspired cover that matched the music. The only thing, like I say, the only gripe I have with the original cover is that it was such a hard transition from his aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like it, it looks like a European influence more so than it does a... <laughs> I'm getting money influence, you know, richer than I've ever been from Ross. You know, Ross what I mean? always had like the best album covers. Dog. Yeah, 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 one of my favorite Ross covers is the Mastermind cover when he's shooting himself in the head, mm-hmm. and the other side it's like paint. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite Ross covers. I was thinking about turning that into a rug. Actually, it's pretty dope. Yeah, that's yeah, that's hard. Um, one of the other ones is um, God forgives I don't. Yeah, but Ray Allen is horn himself. I, I was just about to say, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that man like. All, all alone, Steph. Right now, trying usually, to get some. Uh, I usually try not to tweet while we're. Seconds. I try not to tweet while we're recording, but Ray Allen got to get off his knees. <laughs> I, I ain't want to say it, but he got to get off his knees, bro. That nigga trying to squeeze in the frame and shit. Now here come Reggie Miller. I hope somebody told him to go stand over there. He trying to see because you know how like everybody bring up when somebody beats somebody record. They always be like, bro, do you feel mad about it? He trying, he, he trying. He trying to show too much that he don't care. But the thing is, I feel like what he's doing right now is to st- remain relevant. <laughs> That's crazy. Because, like, really what Steph is doing, like, I hate to sound any kind of way, but it really makes what they did seem lesser so, than. <laughs> so minuscule because, you know, this nigga keep this nigga gonna play about five more years. Dog, Nobody beating that record. Not no time soon. Not there's no <laughs> way I could see it in the next five years. Be, what is Steph like thirty three or some shit like that? Yeah, he gotta be like thirty three. So I mean, yeah. five years after Steph. Right? I'm gonna be honest. He's still gonna be able. He might could play. Steph could play till he's forty because he just his his game is pretty his much game's just shooting. Not, it's 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 very fundamental. 
It's yeah. very fundamental. He plays a safe game. He knows his spots. He doesn't break outside of that. He don't see this nigga trying to run down the court and dunk on niggas and none of that shit. Exactly. Because if, if Chris Paul, Chris Paul could still play just yeah. off the way his game. Chris Paul could play forever. Yeah. Yeah. So Steph is pretty much the same way. So you got to think about it. This nigga probably got about seven more years in the league. Even nobody beating that numbers. record. Ridiculous numbers, man. And once all his his like his athleticism go away, he gonna be shooting even more. And see, this is why I say it makes what they say what they did seem irrelevant. And I and again, this is not to be disrespectful. Um, Steph is changing the game. Yeah, Steph it's is it's changing changed. the game. Like, it's already changed, bro. You already got niggas in middle school shooting from the logo. In a second, you'll like in the next few years, you'll have a few people that are going to be creeping up on on Ray Allen's um, numbers just based off of Steph Curry. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think um, Lamelo going to get close to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, back to Ross being pie for changing his cover. Salute to the boss though, but come on, bro, you can't you can't be the boss and then like just switch up that quick, bro. You just gotta. You gotta let your nuts hang on niggas a little bit. No homo. Um, as far as the last part of the question, best year for a rap. One of my personal favorites. I know a lot of people say like 2001 is like the best year. Mm, that was one of my year. personal favorites is 06 and 07. 07 is for me. Um, not only is it the most memorable year for me, but um, I think that it provided just such versatility. Yeah, yeah. What oh six oh seven? We had we had Lupe, we had a Boosie debut album. Yep. We had graduation. Webby drop. Um, you had. Did uh, we had hip hop is dead. Mm, I want to say hip hop is dead came out two thousand eight or nine. Nah, I think that got me oh six. I want to say that came out like the. Before it might have came out. Hold on. Yeah, nah, I thought it came out later. No, nah, 06, I think. 06, yep, yep. Yeah, 06. Yep. And hip hop is dead. <clears throat> Jay-Z. <laughs> I'm laughing at Twitter. Get off of my phone. <laughs> uh what Jay-Z can made his comeback. Yep, he came back with um what was Kingdom that? Come. Kingdom Come, yeah. Um I'm glad you said that because I was gonna say the um American uh, Gangsta album or whatever, but uh, oh, that I'm, album he made about a snitch. Yeah, I want to say that came out. Oh, I think that came out. Oh eight. Yes, I remember our niggas in college when that shit came out. I know we was out of school. Kingdom Come. Oh seven. Oh seven. Yep. Yeah. Oh six and oh seven. Oh seven. Oh seven to me, like easy. 07 that year alone had that that year had classic albums. Yeah, so I'm gonna go 07. No, I know a lot of the uh, the hip hop purists they're gonna say 01 Blueprint came out, all kind of shit. Nah, um, Still Matic came out, so they're gonna go with 2001. Me personally, I'm gonna go with 07. Yeah. Next question is from Frank. He said, "Have you ever been at a crossroad crossroad in life where you don't know what to do?" What to do going forward with your career or just life in general? If so, how did you get through it? Oh uh, yeah, I've have only thing, only way I can know me know personally how to get through it is just to keep working, uh, stay positive, keep grinding. Uh, the one thing you don't want to do is just stop. 
Just got to keep working at crossroads. And it's like another thing, situation, if you go through where you don't know what to do next, just try something new out. True indeed. Yeah. That's what True I do personally. Indeed. What you do, Joe? Um, I think that's exactly it, man. That's exactly it. That's the only thing I know. Uh, I don't mean to sound like, you know, a downer in this moment or anything, but um, even right now, like I say, going back to the whole tumor thing, my mom is dealing with a lot. Um, it's put a lot of, of, of pressure on me to help out, you know what I mean? And, and, and be there for her in ways that, you know, are tough. So with me starting a new business and, and, or trying to, let me say, um, taking chances on it, even right now, I feel like it's a, it's a crossroads. You know what I mean? Uh, what do I do going forward? I'm, I'm questioning sustainability. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, 10 years from now, five years from now. Um, but like Amp said, man, the only thing you can do is continue to work through it, continue to to uh, build and plan because, in my opinion, that's the only way you find um, hope. You know, that's the only way you find new possibilities. Uh, networking is 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 exactly that. You you oftentimes end up networking based off of you doing your work doing what you love doing whatever it is um if you're good at your job if you're good at your craft your hobby uh whatever like i say it brings on opportunities so um i think one of the best like you say the best ways to put it would be keep working i'm i live at the studio day and night because it's a sanctuary for me um out anything outside of this i can't i have no control over yeah Everything in here, you know, is on me. And in that regard, the best way I can help anyone is to to be the best version of myself and set daily goals, you know, try and work through them, um, see things to a finish, uh, do things that for yourself build you up so that you can then in turn build up others. Good point, good point. Then we asked the Frank question. Yeah, just keep motivated. If it's something you don't, if it's something new you're trying to try, just go ahead and try it, bro. It's no yeah. point in even waiting anymore. Yo, just try it. You, don't you know. live once and you never know. Like you was about to say, you never know where it'll take. I didn't, honestly speaking, I didn't think I would be where I'm at today with the rugs for one. Yeah. I honestly thought this was just going to be something I did in my spare time after work. You know what I mean? I, I originally didn't even intend on selling as quickly as I did or, or, or anything, you know, this, everything is just taking its own form of life. But like you said, I think trying new things is important because if you haven't found what you like, You'll never know unless you try. There's, it's a rewarding feeling too when you when you when you finally. Uh, um, yeah, not to be success. more of it, man. We in this year alone, we've seen a lot of young people die, bro. So, no point in even waiting on shit, bro. Just do you, cause you don't know how long you're gonna be on this earth. There's been too much. There's been probably seven or eight people in the last two months. I'd say month and a half even that have died in close proximity to me 
to where what you're saying um, is is exact like that's a motivator in itself. Yeah. You don't know if tomorrow's promise. Um, and I think we all have ambitions that we would love to see through in that regard. Yo, you got to push. You got to try um, whatever, whatever it is. Take a chance. Uh, build, talk to people about it. I talked to Amp about, you know, what I wanted to do with the rugs. I talked to him about what I want to do with uh, different shows coming, uh, different things like that. And he assists in every way possible to help build towards that goal. And, and that's something is important as well. Um, having a strong, building a strong support team, uh, support system rather. I think many people look at it and say, I wasn't given that, I, I, you know, my family is might not be uh, my support system. My friends might not support me in the ways that that I want to want them to or whatever. Then you can look to other people. Twitter makes it accessible. Yeah. If you put your work out there, people will will um, embrace it and, you know, talk to them, ask them, hey, how can I do this? How can I do that? Things of that sort. So um, that's another thing. Also, people just got to realize, though, and that's one that's something that got in my way in the beginning, not necessarily the podcast shit. When I used to do the vlogs, when I used to, we used to do the South by Southwest shows, and then we used to do like merch and shit from that. Mm-hmm. One of the things that used to eat me up was friends didn't support it. You gotta like not give a fuck about that, bro. You just gotta keep doing you, bro. You just if you wait on your friends to support you, you never gonna. You never. So I'm gonna tell y'all one of one of my one of my greatest philosophies. If you're too accessible, I feel like that that diminishes your value. If yeah. people feel like they can. One, I, I'll say this especially if people feel like they can do what you're doing, they they don't they don't have that same value in what you're doing, no matter what level you're at, and that's the unfortunate part. Unless you have um, a, a track record of success, people do not look at it and say, I, "I I understand his challenges, I understand you know the struggle, I understand this or that," because they don't. They never experienced it. They oftentimes the people that are judging you or the people that aren't supporting you are people that would not or have not tried things for themselves. Yeah. So, um, like I say, talk, talk to people, build the support system, um, get from others the things that you need. Find ways that you can align yourself um and keep hope. Keep hope. If you made it through this pandemic. You good. Yeah. Take you risk good. also, man. Like for real. If I ain't take risk, Joe ain't take risk. We would we not. We wouldn't have a studio right now. We wouldn't be doing the numbers. <laughs> it take a lot of risk. Cause at first when I first started doing this podcast, I was doing a bunch of safe shit. Stop it, bro. Right. I used to be like, oh man, if I post this, what if nobody retweeted? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> nobody retweeted. I'm still going to get the tweet off. Straight if up. If I post something on Instagram and that shit get eight likes, I don't give a fuck, bro. Straight I'm up. I'm going to get it off. If you see it, you see it. That's it. That's it, man. Um, when people, like, uh, I've been told I shouldn't post my pictures, my rugs, while they're still on the frame. Because they're unfinished and this and that, and people else, you know, that are working with me look at it, look at it and say, and when I say working with me again, I mean support system. Um, they're looking at it and saying, um, this isn't the most professional image, right? But hey, started from the bottom, you know. Now we here. Uh, I look at it like 
you see I'm working, you see I'm 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 trying to get better, you see my progress, shit, we're gonna grow together, you know? Yeah, and also you gotta do that for your clients also. You gotta show the whole process. Mm-hmm. You gotta show like cause your clients watching your page, they were like boy, oh, at least he trying he doing something, he getting there. Yeah, yeah. And like I say, I mean, I think one of the biggest <clears throat> things, one of the one of the biggest things when you come to a crossroad, keep your faith, you know, keep your hope. Like I say, the support system is strong for that reason alone. If you if you're by yourself, there there can be times. I mean, here, even here in the studio, on days when I spend it by myself and and sun up to sun down, I don't see outside. I'm, I, you know, it might I might get distracted. I gotta call Amp and hey yo, look, this is where I'm at. This is what I got in mind. You know what I mean? Shake up my 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 mental process. You know what I mean? Um. You can't allow yourself to get low when 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 you're trying different at any point really, but especially when you're trying um different things, it's it's very important that you keep a strong mental and that um like I say, you keep your faith. Everything will work out. If 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 you knew you couldn't fail at anything, what would you try? That's the attitude that you need to have. Consistency is key. You can always be successful. Hell, Ice J.J. Fish had a career, essentially, off of making horrible music. Yeah, and once you really don't hear about him because he stopped. He stopped. That's it. That's it. I mean. I was a fan of him. I thought his shit was funny. It is. It was. There are, there are countless people that I've I've watched over the years whether it be from comedy uh music even like different creative writing whether it's journalism um uh films things like that seeing them build over time you know what i mean again we think about we talk about nipsey and such and what he represented but his message was this is a marathon. This is not a race. This is not a lap. This is something that you're going to have to put in time for just the training, the 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 uh prepar- mental preparation, the actual running of it. Even after that, the rest has to be included. That's something that I'm 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 coming to realize. I used to, like even right now because of Christmas, I'm I'm running without sleep. But I, I never valued sleep growing up. Sleep when I die, you know, da da da. We 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 talk about the whole hustler facade, and even with what, what Rick Ross said. Yeah. Rick which, Ross which had. I didn't, I didn't agree with that. He and and no one should. No one should. As someone who, <clears throat> even as of late, sleeps as little as two hours a day. You know what I mean. You should not agree with something like that because it does deteriorate the body. It deteriorates the mind. Yeah. You know, that's when, again, it allows you to get distracted. You you can uh, open yourself up to low points and things like that. I'm, I'm in a different, I'm like, in, I'm, I think I'm in a reverse because when I was younger, I used to sleep too much. My mom to this day, she still called me old man because. When I was younger, she used to say, "You rotting your life away, sleeping all fucking time." <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I used to sleep like fit. I used to come home from school, room school, like seven hours. Mm-hmm. Come home from school, be sleep that whole day. See, that's it's crazy. Time to, it's time to wake up in the morning. So I, I'm in a different mode now. I like, bro. I slept too much growing up. I need to 
catch up for that time I was fucking sleep all day. See, my ambitions keep me up. Like, yeah. I, I <clears throat> in 24 hours, I'm trying to do things that would take me 24 years. You know what I mean? And and it just doesn't make any sense. But those are the, again, those are just small small tidbits, and we don't have all the answers. Um, so this is a question that you know you could talk to friends and family about. Even yeah. I don't think that oftentimes people talk to their family enough about these kind of questions. How did you make it through these struggles? How did you overcome and 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 things of that sort? You know, yeah. uh, that'll yeah. be your first. Your source. You, you, you learn firsthand about the entrepreneurship because I always seen people with entrepreneurship say that, hey, you ain't gonna, you won't. You work more when working yeah. for yourself than you do for others. Yeah, when you work for other people, you work eight hours a day. When you work for yourself, you're working about 20 hours a day. Yeah, it, and, and that's true because even for one, me, I, I just can't stop thinking about it. You know what I mean? I'm like obsessed over my work. Um, but even if I wasn't, right? Let's say I worked eight hours. After those eight hours, yeah. if I post a picture on Twitter, I got eight messages. Hey, what's up with my order? Where's my rug at? Da da da. And it doesn't matter if I'm on time, if the, if the if if they ordered yesterday or what. You know what I mean? Like those are things Some that people gotta learn how to read. Also, yeah, trust and believe. I'm ha I'm I'm happy Tony about to get this mer mer this Magnus merch out. Yeah. Niggas been getting on my nerves, bro. bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> Even salute. I get DMs about that shit. I'm and salute I'm... to everybody that bought something. But like, we appreciate bro, it. It's safe. You read the fine print, it tell you how long it's on tape, bro. Like, yeah. I know yeah. some of y'all was joking, but some of y'all was serious. I'm yep. like, bro, this is cutting the shit on the way, dog. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like I say, those are things that, um, that can definitely help. To each his own is different. It's it, different ways for different folks, different strokes, whatever. Uh, pause, but um, hey, yo, <laughs> but yeah, um, everybody reaches a crossroad a, a, in their life. You know, it's a matter of what you want to do and how you want to go about getting there. For me, you know, and and I feel like for Amp as well, we want to do this. Um, working for ourselves, you know, we want to create our own opportunities. So we create, we face crossroads <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think we, um, we answered Frank question. Salute to Frank for that. Um, this episode is going to be like around an hour, 30 minutes. Cause you know, it's 12 days of podcast. We're giving you so much content on we oversaturated. Um, we got some other shit. We'll probably hit y'all with another episode this week. Um, baby, baby. Go ahead and do real niggas a week. They need their ass beat. Get the fuck up out of here. Next week episode is going to be a very special episode. I'm going to ask DJ, did he want to pull up? Because he, uh, he's a dapper human being. I was praying we got him on before the year was out. I'm going to hit DJ up because both of y'all are the, the suit men of Jacksonville. Hey, man, I got one ready. Special shout out to our homie Chris. He sent me this. They did the GQ Stylish Men of the Year. So for the so next week episode is gonna be a special rate that suit. <laughs> shout out to shout out to our big homie Tony. He's been working on some new graphics for us. He yeah. said he did a rate that suit graphic for us. That shit is dope. You that was he, dope. Yeah. You seen it? Yep. Yeah. So he he working on that for us. So 
about to take this rate that suit to another level. I thought it was just going to be the rate that suit about to be one of our biggest segments. It's it about to be about bigger to... than real niggas that we can they need their ass beat. But yeah, shout out to rate that suit, man. I'm telling you, I'm about to start having to dress in a suit so I can. <laughs> I'm gonna start switching into a suit each segment. <laughs> yeah, next week's episode, man, it's gonna be the the special rate that suit end of the year episode. But uh, let's go ahead and do real niggas a week. They need to ask me to send those in and hit us up at mail, mail at Ario Podcast. I was about to say the number yeah. mail at ariopodcast.com. That's mail at ariopodcast.com. Also, if you want to send in a voicemail, hit us up 424-260-RAOP. That's 424-260-RAOP. I thought you caught CTE in the middle of that shit. I almost did. <laughs> um, speaking of CTE, my first real nigga that we shot, uh, Odell Beckham. Mm. We don't amazing, hear that often. Amazing Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> amazing touchdown <laughs> celebration. Shout out to the, def- the uh, I what's the dude? I know he's from Detroit, the, the, the self-defense guy. I don't know bro name. I'm sorry, OG. I don't know your name. But I know you're going viral now. Everybody, they doing SNL skits on you. You out here getting money. <laughs> but Odell, he had an amazing uh, touchdown celebration. He redid the the Detroit gun guy. I'm calling him Detroit gun guy. Self-defense, amazing. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> and salute to Odell also. Three touchdowns in three games. Come on. Y'all said, it was, y'all said he was a diva. Y'all said it was Baker. I said, um, my nigga Odell was a cancer to the team. That nigga ain't say nothing, bro. He just oh, Baker Mayfield just not a good quarterback. He wasn't getting the ball to Odell, and Odell saying, "I got a competent quarterback now." Shout out to Matt Stafford. Yeah, he getting the ball to me. I still got it, bro. Three touchdowns, three games, bro. Stop it, man. My next real nigga that we shout out to the uh, homies at the Big Gas Podcast. Y'all did y'all thing at the live episode. For sure, for sure. I sent Russell the the video, so I don't know when they're gonna drop that shit. Yeah. I might drop it on our Patreon. I don't know, but yeah, I sent that to them. Did I, I watched it back? Tremaine Allen, they did an amazing job on that live episode, man. Yeah, Russell too. Um, Banks, our new producer, Banks. Shout out to him. Yeah, big did, shout out to Banks. Did did an amazing job. He produced both the podcast for a big gas podcast. First time doing a live podcast producing. I told that nigga at the last, I think I told that nigga day of, I was like, bro, you producing this episode. Damn. I ain't have him prepared or nothing. I was like, I'm about to see if he got it. That's crazy. I told him the day of, I was like, yeah. Pressure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro, you producing this for us, bro. So I said, get ready. So I I gave him the uh, the task. He did it, man. Uh, Next one, let's see. This young, this young man, I'm gonna give him my uh, my uh, real Yakub kid of the week. Let's go ahead and play it. Really like Komodo dragons. If you could he just talk like to me, dragons. What do you think you'd say to them? Oh, bro, I love you. You're so nice. What do you think they'd say to you? I think they would just say thank you. Do you think they'd say I love you back? Oh yeah, maybe. What would you do if you went to Panija? I would just ride on all the Komodo dragons, but I know that Komodo dragons eat people. Wait, what? They eat people. What? This special animal eats people. Are you afraid of them? Nuh-uh. Not at all? Definitely not. They can eat people, which is so special. Do you want to see an animal (laughs) eat a people? Actually, definitely, yeah. Why? Because it's like, 
I never seen an animal eat a person. But you want to. Yeah. Even though they might eat me, I still love them. They're the best, basically, right? Right, basically. Shout out to this kid, man. Damn, that's a young crocodile, Dundee. <laughs> New podcast coming to the REOP uh, network. Me and this young man, I don't know, I don't know jit name, but we got a podcast coming called the Komodo Dragon Hour. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be the best podcast on the network, bro. You know what? We're I actually talking about Komodo dragons and eating cookies, bro. It's like you hate it, bro. Bro, <laughs> this this one ignorant, but shout out to V's, bro. He did something legendary on the last night at the Staples Center. He snuck the pack into the stadium. No, had a big gas in that thing. All right, smoking a Kobe pack is crazy. He said this for Kobe. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say disrespect Kobe. I was gonna say no. He said this for Kobe. Kobe did a lot of legendary things in the Staples Center. Him and Shaq. I'm about to say Magic, but I think Magic played in the forum. He didn't play in Staples Center. But yeah, Shaq and Kobe, LeBron did a lot of legendary things in the Staples Center. Nobody ever brought the pack in like V's. True indeed. True. And you make a point. Nobody. And this point. and literally, he smoked the pack. And the next day, they had to change it to the crypto arena. They were like, nah, we got to retire the Staples Center, bro. <laughs> it's the crypt arena now. Word to nip. This one was yours? Judge Joe Brown? Oh, bruh. Yeah, play this shit. Judge, uh, it's Judge Mathis. Oh, Judge. I be getting them confused, man. Bruh, they, they brothers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Judge Mathis would agree with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm just saying. I gotta give you the test. Because you're not giving me the right answer. <laughs> I gotta test you. <laughs> Like, why is he doing this to this man? (laughs) (laughs) It's your real nigga to me. Yeah. Cause he he wild for doing that. <laughs> that nigga don't give no fucks. Judge Mathis always he's always say he niggas smoking crap, bro. I think that's like his gimmick. So I don't know. Yeah, Guess yeah. niggas be smoking crap. I guess so. Um, there was another kid that uh that was interviewed by that same guy, Recess Therapy on uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny because in the uh in in the interview like. I forget what the question was, but the dude basically told him, uh, the kid basically told him, he was like, yo, you're going to die in 22 weeks. Nigga, what? 22 weeks, right? So then it's a follow-up interview probably like three or four weeks later, let's just say. I don't know exactly, of course, but he was like, yo, do you remember you told me you was gonna, I was going to die in 22 weeks? He was like, no. It's two weeks. <laughs> Bro, that shit, that shit had me rolling. I had to follow that shit. So yeah, look, look, us, my real nigga of the week. All right, predicted death on somebody. That's crazy. I mean, nah, but to tell them to their face, like, 
Uh, this one from uh, Angry and Tired. He said, uh, Grinch is his real nigga of the week. Is somebody yeah. burning a tree? That V's again? At a viewing? That's crazy. And that bit went up in flames quick. They lit that tree up. All right, Angry and Tired. I don't know how that's your real nigga of the week, but all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this nigga is the Grinch. They're <laughs> evil. All right, my they need they ass beat. This chick wearing this bum ass fit with the draws. <laughs> oh, bruh. This was the the worst fit of the year. What if you? What would you do? What would I? What do you mean? What would I do? Nigga, what did I say? What would you do? If what? What would you do? If I seen her out in public, or if, if she, she was, was with my, you? What? Well, stop. She wouldn't be with me. Nigga, she would have got left wherever she, wherever I was supposed to meet or pick her up from. As soon as I would have, I would have fake projectile vomit. I'll put my my finger in my mouth. Like, the first time I seen it, I ain't even realized that was a skirt around her neck. <laughs> had I seen that, that is in, a skirt around her neck, bro. Had I seen that in person, would have been like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's a new trend that women doing now. I don't get it. Where they wear like men draws is like. Like I've been out and I men draws is what as like they it's like they outfit. Nah, that's crazy. Like that's I've been insane. out and I seen a chick. She's just walking around with like the little you know the men Ethica draws. Yeah, that's like they just walking around with the Ethica draws, and I'm like, all right, bro, stop it. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, nah, Shawty Wiley, Shawty Wiley. Yeah, bro, she just got on the whitey tighties. With a damn Dude, she got on the skirt on. She got the whitey tighties around the chest too. I don't know what that is around her chest. It might be a bra, bro. Them, them titties too big to tell. If it if it is if it is some whitey tighties, bro, you know that's the ass on them titties, right? <laughs> <laughs> the ass on the titties. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious to see how she how it look in the back, because men whitey tighties is supposed to hold a man's ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, men's whitey tighties not meant to hold that shit a woman's screaming ass. on the back. So you know her ass got be hanging out. That shit screaming on the back. And you you can just look at her. You can look from the front and tell she got a lot of ass. Oh, a whole heaping. So I'm not sure how them white. What is it? I gotta see the back. She gotta turn around. I'm curious to see how that look because it gotta look crazy. It already looked crazy. It looked bro. crazy, but I gotta see the back, bro. It gotta look insane. It's idiotic. My thing is like, where are her friends at? She don't have nothing, clearly. She said that up. Somebody took this picture. A tripod, bro. I want to see the face of the person that took this picture. Nigga try hard not to show no kind of expression. Nigga biting the shit out the inside of it. Like, what's so funny? Nothing. Some I I watch a Martin. You know what? You know that used to be my shit. When somebody I used to be laughing at somebody, they be like, "What you laughing at?" I was watching Martin last night, bro. You ain't needy. I would have been like, "And what, nigga?" Yeah, Martin crazy. <laughs> I bring up an episode. I bring up a random episode. I'm like, y'all watch a Martin. <laughs> like, that nigga funny. <laughs> All right, bro. This is yeah. Yeah, nah. She definitely need her ass beat. Got this other uh coon lady. 
He brought a shirt to a Gary Owens concert or whatever he did. We stand up comedy. Said, Gary, can I be your next black girl? Next one. I got no comment. Speaking of Rick Ross, Rick Ross did a concert. And this lady, she proposed to him in the front row. So what? she did they need to ask me. That little baby ass ring. Bro, look at her eyes. She is insane. You can look at her eyes and tell she's crazy. She's saying, I want you to Rick Ross. The crazy thing is she talking like Rick Ross. <laughs> I want you. I'm sorry, bro. We all met some crazy women. That's you look insane. in her eyes and tell she got that fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got that fire, bro. I'm sorry, Rick It Ross. would be like, that pussy so good, it's hard to leave. You can tell that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know Rick Ross, he, he makes so many bitches. He probably just see that and be like, hey, like, get this bitch out of here. I don't know, bro. I would have to take her back and say, I was like, hey, come on with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't I would have been in trouble, but. Yo, I actually skipped over one of my real niggas of the week, and I I, 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 I have to mention him. Um, He drove an hour. This man drove an hour and a half with the grill, truckload of meat, pause, and he parked <laughs> out, out in the middle of uh, Mayfield, Kentucky after the uh, hurricane hit or that tornado. tornado. Yeah. And uh, I forget they don't get those. They get tornadoes, which is deadly. Um, And uh, if I'm not mistaken, just gave out free food. He knew they ain't have no, like, and he had waters and and everything for everybody. He knew they ain't have nothing, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, No way to cook, no way to eat. I mean, uh, bathe and all of that. So he did, he, out of the goodness of his heart. Salute to him, man. All right. Now let's get back to those who need their ass beat. All right, this one's from Aaron. He got uh. Said, oh, look, bro, can I can I get? Oh, my fault. What was yours? Damn, nigga, I feel played. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first one is gonna be uh, Alicia Keys. Did you see her performing Essence? That shit was terrible. Please don't play that. Oh no, I will never. Alicia Keys does not unless it's her first three albums. She does not get played. You seen when she was on Drink Champs, the way she was lighting that blood? Man, she did was, you see the way she hit it? She hit that shit, smiled, and started nodding like, yeah, I did it. I did it. Uh, yeah, she's she corny was, as fuck. She was lighting that shit like it was a, a rock of cocaine. She was, she bro, was, she's so she was fucking like corny, here, dog. Hey, man. Uh, my next They Need They Ass beat <coughs> is... um. Damn, not nah, forgot his damn name. I'm at a loss of fucking words. Who's that? Um, Mike. Uh, Mike Conley. Yes, yes, Mike Conley for showing off these terrible fucking Jordans. They look fake, Bruh, Every one of them looked like ass. What do you say? You got sneakers? They coming out next year. I would, I would have got that pack and been like, nah, I ain't doing this. First of all, Mike Conley got a white wife, so I don't care what he got to say about. Oh yeah, especially not sneakers. <laughs> like, bro, you got a white wife. Go get you some uh, uh, running shoes. Get some sneakers some, down, bro. Some New Balance. Go get you some Airwalks, my nigga. <laughs> I give a fuck what you got to say about sneakers. All right, this one's from Aaron. He said, uh, "This plumber need their ass beat." Say, plumber who found stash of cash 
at Joe Osteen's mega church demands reward. Dummy. Yeah, I wouldn't have demanded shit because they would have had to demand me. <laughs> first of all, they probably wouldn't have. First of all, why does a mega church got money stashed in the wall? You need me to answer that? It's Joel Osteen, so yeah. So he got, first of all, the dude who found the money, he found like an article where like Joel Osteen had, they lost the money. So Joel Osteen got so much money where he just like throwing stashing in the place. He's just forgetting where it's at. So he thought he lost the money. He had a $25,000 reward for whoever found it. So the plumber found it. So run this nigga his money. Not, bro. Like I say, man, I would have, I would have been in that bit like, Lord, <laughs> I know you sent me here. Lord, the Lord would have understood you because the Lord, you put me here. <laughs> Come on, Joel Osteen, not a good person at all. <laughs> the Lord know that money dirty. Where you stash, like, why are you stashing money in a wall, bro? If you were a legit church, you had that money in a bank account. Why are you stashing money in the wall, bro? What you hiding from us? That man might be trafficking, bro. Exactly. The way Joel Osteen look, he might be trafficking in bussy. Oh, but let's go ahead and move okay. on. Speaking of bussy, this this another one from Aaron. This nigga tweeted, not Aaron, but this random nigga. He said, I think his name is It's Ty Okay. He said, with Britney Renner financial situation, if she decides to go to the adult film industry, oh my god, here's my fantasy booking. Oh my god. So this nigga proceeded to name 20 male porn stars. Oh my god, bro. Where these niggas? Where you? Where y'all get these niggas from, bro? Who is these niggas? This nigga named twenty male porn stars, bro. Why do you know twenty male porn stars? And why do you want to see these niggas? What make these niggas? That nigga. That nigga said fantasy booking, bro. You, you gay. <laughs> <laughs> what Ice T said? I'm sorry. You're homo. He says you're, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, this man here. This nigga named twenty. Who? Yeah, you like you said. Who are these niggas, bro? He named twenty niggas, bro. <sighs> if a chick asked me to hook up with a nigga, I couldn't name twenty friends. You exactly. get what I'm saying, like. <laughs> But you, but it's it's twenty it's twenty meets you want to see. Like okay, Paul. That's what it's that's is what we gotta go yeah, to. That's, yeah, that yeah. pretty much. This is a sick negro. You want to see twenty meets? Yeah, bro. That nigga is disturbed. Nah, I got a better one for you. Hold on. Oh my god, nigga. Yeah, you in the clouds, the nigga. Know what I'm talking about? You a homosexual? Know what I'm talking about? I ain't got nothing against you, but nigga, don't be trying to poison the pussy population, nigga. With your old, with your old sick dick. New segment coming to the podcast next year. We premiered on a live show. What will Pimp C do? I'm, I'm excited about it's coming that. to the it's coming to every episode. I'm, I'm excited about what, what that. What Pimp C do coming <laughs> soon? Y'all seen the preview on the live show? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this one's from the homie Shake No Fries. He said this young man needs his ass beat. This is a creepy sign. Little kid, he got to be at least eight years old. He got a sign that says, "Mr. Mahomes, may I date your daughter in twenty years?" I, I I forget a kid. It's just a little kid. His parents. His parents made that. that sign. Yeah. Like his dad thought, like, hey, know it'd be cool 
if you smashed Patrick Mahomes' infant daughter in 20 years, I I, I don't made this sound. This is weird. And the, yeah, the crazy yeah, like and he's a uh, he would be years older than her. Yeah, because he's like the kid's like seven. Well, he's eight probably years like ten. I ain't gonna say he's ten. <laughs> he might be ten. I don't know. But let's say he's about eight years old. That little kid, that Patrick Mahomes' daughter is like a couple months years old. Couple a couple months, months years, years old. Yeah, you a couple might, months you old. You need your ass. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> a couple months old. What you said earlier, uh, it was something with an F. Uh, footages. Hey, I said footages. <laughs> yeah, bro. You can't talk tonight. All right, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> Who we got next? Man, I don't even want to record no more. <laughs> this last one from Flash. Shout out Flash also. Selling that amazing merch at the live Oh, show. bruh. Shout out to Flash. Man, I still got to give me another shirt. Yeah, I need to cop some more for him. I, I might need to go ahead and get every color, bro. Them shit is too fine. Yeah. If y'all haven't already, man, uh, Flash of Art, go ahead and grab you a shirt. Yeah, go ahead and uh, tap into that IG. You got this dude. Uh, I don't think he got any audio on it. So this guy, he's just pretending like he's looking at the menu, but he's stealing like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I thought somebody <coughs> Look at this nigga. Who said, hey, Ricky Smiley? Girl, he do like Ricky Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this chicken breast, no, it's high. God, doubt. <laughs> wait till he leave. Oh, oh I thought, wait, give me one more open up. I, yep. Thought I was going to eat here. Probably just go to Sonic's. Sonic's, oh, boy, then. Ooh, wee. The money is yeah, hanging you know, out the top of the bag. Look at that chicken tongue, chicken. Let me get one more. Let me get one more. <laughs> hey, just leave it out here, though. I thought I was wanting something. I don't want nothing. I'm good. Yep. Uh, peace out. All right. See you later. He talking about something about Ricky Smiley. See you later, baby. That's a dirty, Damn. That's a dirty nigga, bro. I wish one of them niggas would have hopped the counter like they used to do them. The car, the hoods, the car, <laughs> and uh, Superman punched his dumb ass. Yeah, I threw that nigga through the doors, bro. Yeah, that nigga like they should have been watching their money, but like, why they just let that nigga up with the counter that long, just unsupervised? <laughs> Think it was just taking. He, he was up there for like a minute by himself, just taking all that money. Idiotic. That's crazy, man. But that's all that they need. They ass beats. Hit us up, mail at ariopodcast.com. That's mail at ariopodcast.com. Sign up for the Patreon. Shorter episode this week, because obviously, if you tapped in with the Patreon, you're going to get 12 episodes, my nigga. You're getting too much content. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm you get too much bang for your buck, <laughs> I just, I just, we just do that every year because we just, it's just a token of appreciation for everybody. Yeah, nah, else. we definitely appreciate y'all. Yeah, nothing like ending the year by saturating niggas with, with content, <laughs> oversaturating niggas with too much content. This is show niggas our appreciation. Going damn near two weeks straight. <laughs> yeah, usually when I drop the twelve days, I'm like, niggas don't ask me for nothing else for about two weeks. Yeah, bro, I ain't talking to nobody till New Year's. <laughs> but uh, with all that said, we out.